Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, I've been talking about earned media value for quite some time on this podcast. My friends at Eisenberg have just raised the bar on earned media benchmarks with their social index. Social Index now gives you globally earned media values across a growing list of six geographies for all your KPIs across the top seven social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. You can now visualize these values for deeper analysis, and they have a look-back window over two years of historical comparisons. Social Index is updated daily. Don't get stuck with old data. Over 1,000 companies have used the Social Index to understand the ROI of their social campaigns. And if you work with a social agency, you should demand they incorporate earned media values into your reports. Get your earned media value for social content. Visit earnedmediavalues.com slash Allen. Again, that's earnedmediavalues.com slash A-L-A-N. This year, like in years past, I'm excited for a partnership with the North American EFI Awards. The EFI Awards honor the most effective marketing efforts of the year, and I will be going behind the scenes with a number of EFI winners from this year's competition. For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right. One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today on the show, I've got Pete Carter from Procter & Gamble talking about Pantene and their Dad Do campaign from 2016 that just recently won an Effie Award in 2017. Dad Do's a beautiful campaign that was one of the top Super Bowl spots in 2016 and yet didn't even run a national spot on air. Today we'll learn about the campaign, the insight behind it, how Pete defines marketing effectiveness, and what he's learned over the 37 years of being a marketer. Well, Pete, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot. I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. So I should say first off out of the gate, congrats for winning the Effie for Pantene and Dad Do. Yeah, we are very excited both here at P&G and at the agencies that have helped us to uh, put it all together. So uh, we're excited for next week. That's great. 
So could you tell us, I mean, for those people that have been living under a rock the last year, could you tell us a little bit about the campaign? Sure. Dad Do um, was an idea that we ran during the Super Bowl, and it was Super Bowl 50, um, so 2016. And uh, it was a series of um, how-to videos, as well as some in-store activation, as well as um, a 30-second spot that we pulled together. And it was the brainchild of the folks at Gray Advertising in New York, who are our partners on Pantene. Uh, they came up with this idea based on something they had seen in a medical journal that actually daughters who spend quality time with their dads grow up to be more self-confident, self-reliant, and stronger women. And since Pantene stands for strong is beautiful, both strong hair and strong women, we thought that this was a natural fit. Um, and so uh, during the, just prior to the Super Bowl, we launched a little teaser and, re, and released our 30-second ad as well as the online videos, um, and uh, the media took off on it. Um, they considered us a Super Bowl ad, and uh, even though we never really bought a national Super Bowl spot, <laughs> okay, um, we ended up uh, being ranked in the top three, top 10, top 50 of all the Super Bowl ads. So it was, a, uh, it was an amazing story and an amazing uh, piece of insight that um, did a lot for our business and did a lot for our reputation. Well, that's a that's a great insight behind the campaign, I, and being a dad myself of a nine year old daughter, I have done a dad do or two myself. Uh, <laughs> we all have. I have three daughters, and uh, yes, I have done that many times, and had them do a a dad do on me. <laughs> so I'm sure you've done that too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There was a moment in time where she loved styling my hair, and there's not much to style, but you know. Um, yeah, she had a lot of fun with it. So, um, well, so that was a great insight. You know, as you're coming, uh, you got this idea from from Gray, from your ad agency. Um, you know, what were the decisions like? I mean, did you did you just see it, see the the power of it initially, or or was there a process that you guys went through? Yeah, um, I would say there were a couple of pivotal decisions that uh, that we made. <laughs> the first was. Gray came to us probably about eight to nine weeks before the Super Bowl. Um, and we had talked informally back and forth about uh, doing, potentially doing a Super Bowl ad, but there wasn't really a project on the, on the docket. And they came to us because um, this idea had bubbled up in one of their creative meetings. Um, but we're talking, it's December, and you got to be on the air by February. So the first decision was, yes, we bought it, but we said we don't know if we can buy a Super Bowl ad. We don't know if we have the money. We don't know if the management's going to agree, but uh, we're going to just have to press forward and bring people along on the journey as it evolves. Um, another decision was um, the, the casting of real dads in this with no real script, just kind of, I remember the creative director saying, hey, we're going to have these 
these big guys with these simian like fingers trying to braid their daughter's hair and and uh, do something with their hair it should be amazing uh and we kept going yeah it should be but we really don't know and um so there was a lot of leap of faith as uh, we told the creative director, uh, a lady named Joanna Carver, to just look for those moments of authentic tenderness. And, and I even remember saying to her, listen, I want you to make me cry. I want you to rip my heart out when I see the film. So look for that. Um, and she did. And it was relatively easy, she said, because the casting of these guys uh, and their daughters made it very authentic, and uh, the interaction between them was just amazing. And then um, when we realized that we couldn't actually buy a, a national Super Bowl spot, I mean, we were working it up until three or four days before the Super Bowl, and we decided, you know what, we're still going to do this, and we're going to do it, we're going to just find a different way. And um, the brand manager, the media department here, our PR agency, uh, DeVries, got together and they created a Super Bowl plan without the Super Bowl cost. And uh, so then we released it with the other Super Bowl ads and the momentum and the goodwill that it generated just carried it forward. It was amazing. Wow. So what, if you don't mind, I mean, I know it's been a, a little while, so it might be a little dusty, but what were the components How, and did you, you launched it before the Super Bowl or, or? Yeah, to be a successful Super Bowl ad these days, you've got to uh, <laughs> yeah. actually launch before the Super Bowl. It used to be you held everything tight and, you know, big surprise. Now uh, there's so much media hype prior to the Super Bowl about the commercials that uh, you need to actually release them ahead of time. So um, we launched uh, a series of three different how-to videos using um, NFL terminology, okay, <laughs> so that dads could understand it. Um, and uh, we did that about a week ahead of time. And then we launched the 30-second spot that was going to run in about a handful of um, spot markets mm -hmm. during the Super Bowl, but it wasn't a national. We couldn't afford the national spot right. at that point. And uh, we released it to the media. Uh, the folks at DeVries got us a uh, prime launch on Good Morning America for um, uh, the Friday before the Super Bowl when they talk about all the ads that are coming up. And then the buzz just took off from there. So um, that's how it was done. And nice. it's amazing. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, obviously the response was unbelievable. Was there anything, you know, going through this process or the, the campaign that surprised you stood out? Well, a couple of things. I would say the first thing was that um, contrary to most the way most decisions are made here at P&G, which is uh, based on fact and data, we used our judgment and everybody joined in on that from the the brand people, the media department, all the way up to the chief marketing officer, Mark Pritchard, uh, as well as the general manager for hair care, Jody Allen. Everyone jumped on this and said, you know, this is darn good. We need to move ahead with this. We don't care if we don't have data. We're just going to do it because our judgment says 
it's good. So that was a big enabler. Um, we also, I think I was amazed by the natural interaction between the dads and the daughters. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Jason Witten's daughter says, I love you, daddy, and he kisses her on the nose. I mean, it, <laughs> it brought me to tears. Right. Okay. And when D'Angelo Williams asks his daughter, um, who she sees in the mirror and she looks him straight in the eye and she responds, me. I mean, you know that he is building self-confidence and that's what we were selling here. And that's what our Strong is Beautiful campaign is all about. Pantene provides strong hair for strong women, even if it's the next generation of strong women. So all of those things came together and they were the, the icing on the cake you know, made it yeah. all work. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, um, stepping, maybe stepping back a little bit from the campaign, um, you know, how FE is about winning market, you know, about marketing effectiveness, I should say. Um, and you know, how do you define marketing effectiveness? Well, I guess I'm an old school guy. I've been working here for 37 years. Okay. And so for me, marketing effectiveness is when the consumer chooses our brand in preference to others. In other words, purchase. You know, if it, as we say, if it doesn't ship some extra cases out the door, then it's not really effective. And that's the holy grail to me. And we saw a five-point change in sales across all of our retailers the week following the Super Bowl. And we saw double-digit increases in our largest customers. So, it definitely had an effect on sales. <laughs> that's why that was, yeah. that was, that's a, I mean, that's a huge swing, especially in consumer package goods. That's huge. That's right. Now there are other indicators too. I mean, you know, there are the softer indicators of success. Right. So we got about 45 million views the first two weeks. And that was, that was about four times the goal that we had. And, uh, three times better than we had ever done before with a, piece of work called Sorry Not Sorry, we saw uh, about 1.8 billion impressions, and that exceeded P&G's online video high level to date by about 50%, which was behind our uh, always like a girl um, execution. We saw that the sentiment of our, uh, of the comments coming back were almost a hundred percent positive. And it was like 99.6 or something like that wow. uh, versus a goal of about 90. And the cost per view ended up being about 40% of what we had expected to be. So it was, <laughs> it was 60% less than Boy. what we expected. Um, we also saw some other things, you know, like, like I said, we ended up uh, being named in the um, top Super Bowl ads of 2016, we had, I think we were number three by Ad Age Creativity Magazine. We were in the top 10 on Billboard ranking. And we also got a, a, a message from the First Lady, uh, Michelle Obama, who oh, wow. commented on it in a, in a text and tweet. Uh, she said, I love this campaign. Strong is beautiful. Well, she so, did did she, she share any Barack dad dues pictures along the way? No, there were none shared. <laughs> okay. But I'm sure he's done his share of dad dues. I'm sure. I'm sure. 
That's good. That's good. Well, so I want to talk a little bit about you, if that's okay. Um, sure. You know, you've reached a level of success in your career. Um, you've spent, like you said, 37 years. Um, you know, it's a deep question, but I think it, you know, if, if, um, if you spend a little time with it, I think that it always is an interesting insight, you know, in terms of um, what moment, you know, in your life do you, uh, you know, defines who you think you are today. Was there a moment, I guess I should say. You know, I think I'm an advertising guy and I use the old term advertising because here at the little soap company on the river, we, uh, we refer to that as advertising is turning towards something. And that's what we try to do is get people to turn towards our brands. So when I was a young brand manager, back, back in the old days, when I was, uh, when I was a young brand manager on the smallest brand in the company at the time, it was a little uh, hand and body lotion brand called uh, Wondra. Um, I learned about the power of advertising to really make a difference on the business. And at the time, we had this very technically superior product, but no one knew it. And as a result, we were like the number six brand in the category. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, in desperation, I remember the agency and I created this very intuitive side-by-side demonstration where we put some of our product in one palm and we put that leading yellow lotion in the other palm and we turn the hands upside down and just like the Heinz ketchup test the one dress stuck to your palm but the leading brand dripped on the floor Um, (laughs) and we created a tv spot with this demo and uh, with a line that the agency came up with at the time called wonder wins hands down (laughs) and we put that that little sucker on the air uh, and within eight weeks of airing in a test market, um, we became the number two brand in the category, and we grew our share 44% practically wow. overnight. Wow. And that, that experience was the first time I realized that just changing the content of your message could make a dramatic impact on the business. And I fell in love with that, with that, that little tingle you get when something works and it's working really well. And, and so in my career that spans almost 40 years now, I've continued to look for those experiences and those thrills of 
finding things, and we found them on Secret for Jack and Shirley. I found them on Swiffer with our Jilted Tools campaign, on Tide with the My Tide campaign, and now on Pantene with Strong is Beautiful. It's amazing what the quality, when you really get something that's insightful and that people understand and it speaks to them intuitively, it can make a difference on the business. And that's my job is to help our brands do more of that. As my boss says, more craft, less crap. That's what we're about. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Do you have a favorite part of the job? Um, I would say I love creative people and the mm. way they think. I get most excited when one of our agency partners shows me a, a new idea, a new visual, a new production technique, uh, or a new campaign. I, I physically, I can tell you that I physically get the chills. Okay. And, um, I've even told the agencies, okay, I got the tingles and I know that when I get the tingles, we're going to sell a lot of product. So that's how I judge advertising. And that's how I work with creative people. I'm kind of the canary in the mine shaft. You know, and they're always asking me, you got the tingles on this one or not? And they're rare. You don't get them all the time. So, um, but it's a, it's a great benchmark and that's what I love to do. I love to work with creative people. Great. So we transition a little bit, you know, what brands, you've got a lot of P&G brands, so I'm sure there's maybe a few in there, but are there brands that you follow or you think other people should be taking notice of? Um, I follow, if I think about the, the brands I follow on Instagram, which I believe is a, is a great visual medium, mm -hmm. you know, um, I follow a lot of food brands and beauty mm -hmm. brands in order to kind of see what's happening visually, because I find that, uh, in both beauty care and in food, you use a lot of the aesthetic, the aesthetic mm -hmm. means something, you know, execution is strategy in those areas. So I love things like, um, the Oreo Wonderfilled campaign. I think Oreo does a great job. They run, they run an interpretation of Wonderfilled for a while on Instagram, and then they move to something else. Um, I also like things like Starbucks where the consistency of it's always the cup, the cup of coffee is there front and center and the story that they tell around it, um, in different posts are, really interesting. Um, the other thing that caught my eye recently was, um, Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. did a, you know, did a wonderful job of kind of returning back to what they're selling, which is the food. They got out of the, <laughs> right. we're selling sex right. and back to, we're selling food. And they did it in a very clever way. Carl's, I don't know if you saw that, but Carl Sr. came back and said <laughs> his son had run the company amok. And, um, and I thought that was really great. I think that was uh, the 72 and Sunny people that did that. So, so nice. I, look for, I look for inspiration in a lot of different places, but usually, you know, and because I do so much work in our hair care and skincare stuff uh, around the world that I look for um, food and, and for beauty inspiration. Nice. Um, well, so what I'm curious, what do you think is the most important 
you know, either marketing trend or opportunity today for marketers? Oh, it's clearly breaking through the clutter. <laughs> um, you know, in the hair care category, we have about a hundred advertised brands every, I mean, every year and, you know, 50 of them turn over every year. So it's really difficult for any brand to break through. And as a result, we've been exploring, you know, how to make our, our message more succinct, more impactful, uh, make it flow more simply for the, for the consumer to understand. We've also looked at uh, media placements which have a lot of impact, like the Super Bowl or, um, you know, uh, just the other night we, we put an ad on The Bachelorette because it was the, you know, the uh, opening of the series. And we did the same thing on Empire for our um, Pantene Gold Line product, which is targeted to African-Americans. Um, you know, we've done transit campaigns in New York City that have really boosted and dramatically improved the consumer's perception of our brand. And we've gone to places like that because our competition isn't there. We can own that clutter. You know, that's not, there's no clutter for us there. Um, outdoor billboards, you know, are, are an undiscovered art, right? And uh, a lot of our competition isn't there. So we're going to places that they're not or to places where we get a lot of eyeballs at a very um, quick time and reach a lot of people. You know, because we sell mass products, okay? And, um, you know, a lot of people say mass marketing is dead. I don't quite believe that, you know? People are still looking for products that work across a, a broad spectrum of individuals. They want tailored solutions for them out of those brands, right. but those brands need to be to speak to a broad range of people. Right. And that's what we yeah. try to do. I, I think that's smart. I think that's smart. I, I, and um, I've had a few fellas on um, <laughs> prolific voices that talk about that. Um, um, uh, you know, so um, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, what challenges do you think exist uh, that you're still having to fight with? I mean, clutter is one that you just mentioned, but I'm curious if you had any others. I think we have been susceptible to um, the shiny new object, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. I think every day marketers and their agencies are bombarded with, you know, what's the hot new medium? What's the hot new marketing technique? And so then, you know, 50 million people try to emulate that. Somebody's successful doing something or using something, and then everybody goes off and follows the crowd with the latest viral video or whatever. And what, what I've learned is, hey, we need to stop focusing on the medium and start focusing on the craft of the message. You know, a real richness of the brand story, told in an extraordinary way, told with provocative visualization. This is what makes great advertising. Yes, the medium delivers that message, but um, the message itself has to be clear and provocative. And unfortunately, there are too many, uh, too many marketers think that, you know, the secret is in the medium. In fact, uh, my boss, Mr. Pritchard, has a saying. He says, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and I think he's right. And so, you know, I always take a step back and go, okay, we can do that, but should we really do that? Is that really going to 
move the peanut forward? Is that going to sell some cases? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to follow. Right. Well, I, I have to admit, I mean, I think you're, you're, you talk about yourself as an old school guy. I mean, I think, I think there's a, the pendulum is swinging back, right? Uh, as we like folks like your, your boss, <laughs> Mr. Pritchard, illuminate <laughs> for the masses, uh, you know, potential issues um, out there in the marketplace around different medium. I mean, I think, I think, I think, um, I think your breadth of experience is, is, is refreshing to, and what others should be potentially thinking notice of. It's not just old school. It works in some cases, right? Well, that's what it comes down to, right? If it, it's got to work, you know, right. like there's, you can do all kinds of newfangled things, but if they don't work, <laughs> we shouldn't be doing them. Right. So, right. well, well, and if you're, you know, the other piece of this is if you're a mass brand, then you have to speak to the masses, right? I mean, you need the, you need that constant source of volume um, to sustain the brand over long periods of time. That's right. And that's what we do a lot of here because we don't give up on brands when they, you know, hit the trough. Right. Um, we look for the next, the next mountain to climb. We reinvent them. You know, I worked on Pantene probably 15 years ago, and it was, while well, it was climbing high, and then it went into kind of a trough as it became kind of me too. And so in the last three years, I've been working to kind of reinvigorate it, refresh it, give it a whole new face, you know, and, and the agency partners that I have are terrific at that. That's what, that's what we pay them to do. And so we're listening closely to them. Um, I mean, the whole strong is beautiful idea that Gray has given us really was something that I resisted at first. I didn't, wasn't sure that it was clear enough for us. And uh, as they talked to me about it, as they showed me how they could make it work, as they addressed the issues that I had with it, um, I became a believer. And now I'm a big advocate, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so if it works, I'm going to, I'm going to follow it. Because that's what it's about. That's great. So last question for you. You have to get out your sure. crystal ball. Um, okay. <laughs> and what do you predict for the future of marketing? Okay. Here's a contrary answer. Okay. I, I believe that uh, human beings are doing the same things that they did before to buy products that they did 100 years ago. Okay. They just do it in new ways. <laughs> um, we used to rely on word of mouth and now it's called social media. Right. You know, we used to flip through magazines and now we thumb through Facebook ads. Um, the basic tenets of successful advertising, I don't think they've changed. People buy what they see. So if you don't see it on the shelf, on your phone, on your news feed, even on good old TV, you're not going to buy it. Right. And so in the future, I think... Advertising will continue to inform, cajole, coerce, persuade people to buy products over other products. And I don't think that will change. Just the way that we do it, the, the methods that we use are, are different. But right. they, they do the same thing. <laughs> so right. I guess that's the old codger version of this. <laughs> Well, if you haven't, if you haven't heard, I, I had a guest on this guy who you may, you may know, um, Bob Hoffman, you should check him out. Okay. Uh, he, 
he even calls himself the ad contrarian and he's kind of a grizzled guy. Uh, and I think he would appreciate me saying grizzled, not old. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, we had a great conversation. I think, I think, I think you guys are, uh, hitting on the same, same buttons. So he's a good, good guy to check out. I will go look him up. Yeah. Well, um, and thank you so much for coming on the, the show and sharing your perspectives and the background on dad do. Thanks for having me, Alan. And, uh, I really appreciate the insight that uh, your show brings to things. So keep it up. Thank you. Marketing Today is brought to you by Atomic. Atomic focuses on unleashing the growth potential for clients we serve. Atomic is a strategic consultancy specializing in business, marketing, brand, and innovation. Our singular goal is to help you accelerate your efforts with the right mix of expertise, analysis, and creativity. Check us out at atomic.com. A-T-O-M-C-K.com. Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me with project management by Sarah Williams, audio production by Aaron Campbell, writing and editing by Kevin Greeley, social media support by Megan Woods, art and graphic design by Sarah Dell. If you're new to Marketing Today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about the show. We love to hear from listeners at info at atomic, A-T-O-M-C-K dot com. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 